Revelations chapter 3 verse 8, Bible says, And Jesus speaking here, I know thy works, behold, I set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. When God opens a door for you, no man can shut it. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 11, Your gates, your doors shall be open continually. So we see here that it is the desire of God that we experience open doors. Yesterday we talked about the door of hope and now God intends that the door of hope will be continually open for you. Today I'm going to explain, I'm going to uh, let you in on another door that God has kept perpetually open for you. And that is the door of faith. Acts chapter 14 verse 27. Paul and Barnabas, when they will come and gather the church together, Bible says they asked all that God had done with them and how he had opened the door of faith unto the gentiles god opened the door of faith unto the gentiles and i want to announce to you god has opened the door of faith to you god has opened the door of faith to you now what is faith faith hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 the subs evidence of things so the substance of things so for evidence of things not seen bible says for by it the elders obtained a good report for by it the elders obtained that's what i want you to see by it the elders obtained it is by faith that you obtain if there is anything you desire to obtain in life you obtain it by faith yesterday we talked about the door of hope and i explained that it is like a rope handed over to you on the other end is what you need so there is hope that that thing is within your reach you know but for you to lay hand on that thing you need faith to pull you need faith to pull to pull to pull either you pull or you climb you need faith for that and bible is telling us here that god has opened the door of faith to you there is an entrance granted unto you through which you can obtain whatever you need from god through which you can obtain whatever you need from heaven that door is perpetually open all you need to do is walk through all you need to do is walk through you see faith is an equalizer in life you see in acts chapter 14 that we read up until that moment a lot of people felt like salvation was the exclusive right of the jews but bible says god opened the door of faith to the gentiles and granted them access to something that was not originally their own because when paul was talking he said the gospel was first to the jews and then to the gentiles we become the children of abraham by faith they are the children of abraham by right but Bible is saying here that the door of faith grants you an entrance, grants you an access into these things that you do not naturally qualify for. What is naturally out of your reach, what is considered to be the exclusive reserve of another. God says by faith it can be handed over to you. The door of faith is open to you. The door of faith is open to you. There is nothing that is impossible with God. But for God to accomplish these things in, in your life, he opens to you the door of faith and expects you to release faith. Now, apart from obtaining the things you need, one exciting thing I like about faith is that faith is the doorway through which God can access our lives. In other words, faith grants God entrance into your life. That is why the Bible says we are saved by faith through grace. We are saved by grace through faith. We are saved by grace through faith. Faith is that entrance through which God comes into our life. And faith is the entrance through which we enter into the kingdom of God. 
So the door of faith is perpetually open to you, granting God unrestricted access to your life, granting you unrestricted access to the supplies of God's kingdom. That door is open. So my question to you is this. Will you live a life of faith? Bible says that the just shall live by faith. So will you live the life of faith? The door is open. The access is given. All that you need to do is to exercise your faith. Is to exercise your faith. The provision is made. The door is open. When the door of faith is perpetually open, a man can continually epitomize the presence of the risen Lord in this rotting world. In other words, when you allow God to come into your life perpetually and you are making the best of every resource of God's kingdom continually, you epitomize the presence of the risen Lord in this rotting world. You become, you become the perfect example of what the life of a believer should be. The entire life of the believer rests on faith. That's why the Bible says the just shall live by faith. Now, there are five things that mark the life of a believer. And these five things, they rely heavily on faith. Again, they rely heavily on faith. You see, they are like, they are like rooms guarded by the door of faith. What are these five things? Number one is the word of God. The word of God. I told you that love of the believer hinges on five things. Number one is the word of God. The entrance to the word of God is faith. You see, you can experience the word of God on the surface level. But Bible talks about, so he said, the word did not profit them because it was not mixed with faith in their heart. So for you to gain entrance into the realities of God's word, of God's word and for God's word to gain entrance into your life, it must be mixed with faith. You need faith to believe the word of God. Number two thing that the life of the believer hinges upon is the, uh, the ways of God. The ways of God. Now, you need faith to walk in the ways of God. Because God's ways, they are past finding out. The natural mind of man cannot comprehend the ways of God. You need faith to walk in the ways of God. Number three thing that defines the life of a believer is the will of God. The will of God. Now, you need faith to fulfill the will of God. You need faith to fulfill the will of God. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not. Neither has he entered into the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for them that love him. The natural senses of a man cannot assess the will of God and cannot sufficiently fulfill the will of God. The capacity of your natural being is not sufficient to fulfill the will of God. It takes a life of faith to fulfill God's will. The fourth thing that defines the life of a believer are the wonders of God. The wonders of God. When we talk about miracles, when we talk about, you know, divine intervention and all of these things. Now, it takes faith to experience the wonders of God. It takes faith to experience the wonders of God. It takes faith to, to step into a, that life of miracles where miracles become common, where miracles become cheap. Anybody can experience miracles once in a while, but it takes a life of faith to live the miraculous life. To live the miraculous life. It took faith for Peter to walk on what it was. When he began to fear, that he began to sink. It takes faith to experience the wonders of God. And finally, the wisdom of God. It takes faith 
to experience the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is what rubs upon you when you go into intimacy with God. Remember Matthew chapter 13? Bible was talking about how Jesus would tell the public, we say things to the public in parables, but when he comes, when his disciples come around him, he begins to explain to them in plain terms the things that he said, the things that he meant. They had access to the wisdom of God because of their intimacy with God. And Bible says that without faith, no man can please God. Without faith, you cannot please God. Talkless of coming into intimacy with him. You need faith to, to, to embrace the wisdom of God. You need faith to embrace the wisdom of God. Because God uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. If you don't have faith, you will not understand the wisdom behind the foolish things that God wants to use. So the life of the believer hinges on these five things. I go over them again. The word of God, the ways of God, the will of God, the wonders of God, the wisdom of God. For these five things to be maximized in your life, you need to live the life of of faith and God is saying the door of faith is opened unto you. You don't need to do any extra work to open the door of faith. You don't because this is what God is saying. The door of faith is open. So if you release faith, you will not be disappointed. The entrance is there. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Faith, there is nothing uncertain about faith. Faith is not a dark leap. Do you get what you are not taking a leap in the dark? Faith is in it injures itself. On the faithfulness of God. You cannot fail because God is faithful. You cannot fail because God will not fail. Are you listening to me? So I want to announce to you, beloved, the door of faith is open to you. That thing that you need, that thing that you want, what you have set your heart to accomplish, how you have determined to walk the, 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 in the ways of God, to believe the word of God, to feel the will of God, to experience the wonders of God, to embrace the wisdom of God, all of them in Jesus on faith walk the road of faith today take the entrance of faith that god has opened to you and that the future will be better for it god bless you have a wonderful day